0: Do it. Let's talk about narcissism. Super upbeat topic, yeah. but um, I unfortunately didn't have to research this one. Oh yeah, me too. Um, but I think I I wanted to talk about it mostly because you know our we live in a culture that's so like everyone's equal and like there really isn't a lot of awareness about I don't know I didn't understand the scope of it. I I just feel like if I had known a little bit more, um, maybe I would have got out of a relationship with one. But at the same time, that's probably completely false because love is so blind. And I didn't even really realize what had happened until like after the breakup, you know, so it's hard to say, but it really isn't well understood.
1: Yeah, I feel like people don't really talk about it that much other than when they're talking about social media
0: which is totally a different thing. Like especially the most thing I didn't realize is there's different types of narcissism. So mm-hmm. so basically like like everyone knows the overt like Trump, ner- like Trump's an overt narcissist. Like he wears it on his sleeve. He's like, you know, I'm the biggest best person in the world. He's just like so obviously a narcissist. But there's um covert narcissists, which I had no idea existed, which are the opposite. They they sort of take like they present themselves as very like moral social justice they're they're shy they're they're quiet they're um they play the victim you know and to me they're way motherfucking worse because they're harder to spot i, I don't know i didn't know about covert narcissism did you no but there's also like
1: two other kinds there's grandiose narcissism, which is basically what you described with Trump. Like it's aggressive, yeah. dominant, and sort of arrogant and all that stuff. And then there's vulnerable narcissism. I think
0: which that's is, the same as covert. Yeah, maybe.
1: that is. That's like Trudeau. The result of childhood neglect or abuse. And it's like they no, go between feeling inferior and superior to others and then like offended and anxious when people don't treat them like they're special
0: yeah I I don't believe I think it's genetic though I I know we're gonna probably differ on this and most people I don't think it has to do with anything to do with childhood I think they're born with it but that's just my I I think
1: sometimes (laughs) it can be a trauma response like I'm sure that there's both
0: yeah maybe I don't know. It's just
1: like a personality type, right? Mm,
0: It's no, it's a brain. It's the same as like, you know, like autistic people can't understand certain things like metaphor or like, you know, like their brain is, is different. And it's the exact same with narcissists. Like there's certain things they literally cannot, (laughs) like they're missing a part of their brain. That's why they they'll never change. They don't go to therapy. Like they just, I don't know to me it's not i know our culture like everyone's like we're creating narcissists and i'm like no we're creating narcissistic traits like sure we're creating more like self-entitlement and
1: or like narcissistic behavior yeah
0: totally different it's a a full it's a real disorder yeah i don't think you can develop it it's it's these people are not wow like just like psychopathy like you can't like become a psychopath you know like
1: (laughs) yeah imagine
0: Oh my God. You can, like, yeah, have the traits or whatever. But, but yeah, I I don't know. I I teach Avery about it already because I don't know. You need to be aware. There's a lot of people out there with these sorters and they hide them. So you need to kind of be aware. So I thought maybe we could talk about some of the signs that you notice that were like give it away. But the problem, again, is they hide it. So like if you're friends with someone who has narcissism, you probably don't even know. They really don't. At least the covert ones until you're quite intimate with them, they don't show it. So in fact, they act op- they act the opposite. You know, they portray. Well, themselves. the number
1: one, the number one thing is that they don't know that they're that they have narcissistic personality disorder. Generally, no,
0: it's, well, the number one sign I have they have no self awareness. Like they are completely oblivious to how they behave and like they really i mean malignant narcissists i guess are the ones that do it on purpose so most of them really they're just unaware they actually Mm -hmm. think they are the best people in the world i know (laughs) i know they have no self-awareness at all they think
1: they think that everything they do is right
0: yeah and they can treat you like a fucking piece of garbage and they they have no idea
1: like they, because they, really they have don't they have a lack of empathy
0: yeah that's another thing but that's tricky because they again they they show they hide it right like the two people i'm pretty sure had narcissism in my life were both really good gift givers like they really extravagant they kind of but in my if you pay attention like they they didn't it's because they didn't know how else to get people to like them almost you know like it was a way of they weren't like oh i really want this person to have this It's it was more like i really want this person to see me giving them this or you know what i mean or i want to be the person that gives them this
1: yeah because it's like a manipulation like it's a way of them controlling you
0: yeah and they're always strings, right
1: like giving a gift is just a tool for them to gain that power over you and they'll like they know that if they like impress you and, like, act like they care about you, you'll fall for mm-hmm. it. And then you'll find out that their needs always come first.
0: <laughs> yeah, because all they care about their image is is everything. Like, it is mm-hmm. them. They are this image that they present to the world. So giving gifts is a way to sort of show or, or reinforce that image to other people. Same yeah. with social media. I think they thrive on social media. So, yeah, that was the most shocking And then there's all the typical, I had to learn what all of these were, like gaslighting, stonewalling. I didn't even know what that was. Silent treatments, you know, passive aggressive behavior. But the two red flags with people um, that I dealt with was stonewalling, which sounds like no big deal, but it is so fucked up. It's such a Mm -hmm. fucked up experience to like pour your heart out to someone, try to connect with them and tell them, you know, what. They're doing hurts you. And to have them not say a single word, like not, like I'm not, not even a uh huh or a oh, or like not a single word, like literally just completely blank and then say goodbye or hang up. And then the next day or whatever, act like nothing had happened. It sounds like not a big deal, but it's such a mind fuck. And that's a huge red flag if somebody stonewalls you like that uh they're not a healthy person. Like that is just so unnatural,
1: right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That happened to me last week, actually.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's it's so funny. And then they act the next day or whatever, they act fine, but there's a underlying resentment. And that's where like passive aggressive stuff comes up, right? Where they sort of again, because all they care about is the image. So they act fine, but they're they fucking hate you <laughs> so and then we all know what gaslighting is Yeah, um, gaslighting
1: makes you feel crazy
0: yeah it's uh it yeah it's we all know what that is basically just denying reality things. yeah <laughs> and that's the thing they they live in their own little sort of delusional world and you really cannot penetrate it like you just no. can't like you just there's no way to penetrate it so uh they never apologize you will not get unless you're no. in like the love love bombing phase in which they act the complete opposite of who they are you won't get a, an apology to save your life which is also really weird because whenever there's conflict like you you always have a, a part to play right like no matter what <laughs> so usually like apologies go both ways but not you won't get an apology not a sincere one.
1: You get this, which is basically like, oh, sorry, but you did this. And that's yeah, why or, I reacted the way that I did.
0: Yeah. Or sorry, you feel that way. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll never ever get, like, they just or, don't take responsibility for <laughs> anything. Or
1: sorry, I'm such a bad mother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or they, yeah, totally. Or they play the the whole victim they're basically one giant mindfuck, but again, unless you date one or really intimate and close, you don't really um get to experience all the joys of this whole fucking traumatic experience. Like with the covert narcissism, like you just get the sense that they they hate themselves but also think they're better than everyone at the same time. Like it's really weird. Like their vibe is really like you can tell like I, I, like, I actually have a lot of compassion for them because they're not happy people. They're really miserable. And it's not their fault, you know? I do feel bad for them, but you don't want to date one.
1: I wanted to ask you about this because, you know, in, in all of the relationships that I've had with narcissistic people, in my life um i was always like why is this happening to me like why do i keep meeting people like this and it took me a while to realize that i was the perfect target because i didn't have boundaries yeah and narcissists love it if you don't have boundaries because they will just railroad them (laughs) like they'll just (laughs) like this this person Especially if you're, like, empathic and kind and, like, you put other people's needs ahead of your own and you struggle with setting boundaries, that's, like, the perfect recipe for them to manipulate you.
0: Yeah. I know my Myers-Briggs personality is supposed to be the number one a target for them and I, I know exactly why too it's because I'm I'm super chill with like weird behavior like i bear, like I'll rationalize the fuck out of like I don't know I'm just cool like I'm always like oh this person is different like cool okay they handle this differently or they handle oh okay like that was weird but I'm just like I'm very accepting of like differences you know I constantly trying to work on my part of things so that's like perfect for them too because, I mean, it took me a long time to not... I thought it was me for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to fix it by fixing myself, like, which is what I do. But it's a fucked up experience. The love bombing is is very... Uh, it's hard to not get swept up in that, but I, I feel like people need to be aware because it's such a motherfucking red flag, and I know that now. You know, yeah. like, if, if you meet someone who puts you on a fucking pedestal and just like showers you with you know like ungodly amounts of affection and love like right off the bat especially that's not normal that's a huge red flag
1: yeah because they don't even know you yeah when i was in a relationship with with a person like this uh it was it all happened so fast like I think he told me he loved me within two weeks you know and that's that's not really the pace that you should be moving at <laughs> how can how can you know that you love somebody when you don't even like know the basic details about them yet
0: yeah and just like it, just you know like you're the one and all the things they say to you you're my dream
1: girl and yeah i've never felt this way before yeah
0: but it's really hard to not get swept up in that you know um it's so intoxicating Mm -hmm. but now if i was to even sniff a whiff of that i would i would know better but and they're just
1: they're so charismatic like they lay it on real thick
0: and they love all the stuff you love
1: yes they start yeah. to mirror you Fuck. Yeah.
0: they're literally they become the perfect person like yeah, I they, remember they, even they become
1: exactly what you're looking for because they're really paying attention to everything that you're saying not because they care but it's because it's data that they can later use against you and use to manipulate you
0: Ugh, God I know it it's uh
1: yeah it's it's a total mind fuck like I feel like recovering from a relationship like that can take so many years and it if you've run into a personality like this it's very difficult to trust moving forward
0: that's why I didn't need to research it because I spent like that um that app Quora is really good it's like a Reddit but more like psychological stuff and I just Like I read so much about it and researched so much about it, but it was all part of the the healing process. But coming to terms with it took so long because I just didn't want to believe it because it would basically mean that whole relationship was a fraud. It was a fake. It was bullshit. You know, it's just like so hard to deal with that. But yeah, it's all part of the healing process. You got to learn about it. But i remember the first thing i noticed was the micro expressions which um that guy robert green talks a lot about like i just remember noticing like yeah like eye rolls or sort of
1: like (laughs) i saw a reel with him yesterday where he was talking about watching people's faces and if someone is an envious person when you have good news their face will kind of start out as a frown like just a flicker of a frown and then they'll just put on a big smile and be like, I'm so happy for you. But like, there's that initial.
0: Yeah. Like, after the, yeah, yeah, the micro expressions, like after the love bombing, like completely disappeared. It was like slowly this other person emerged. And that was the first thing I noticed. It just like looks of disgust, like briefly when I would talk or yeah, if I was happy about something, uh, he would be in a bad mood, but if I was upset about something, he would be in the good moods type of thing and and just like the sort of envious side came out, you know, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're very uh yeah, they're just not happy people, but they pretend to be. So that's the fucking scary part about them. And of course like yeah, my trust is fucking shattered. It's such a mind fuck to have someone you love turn into someone else who is so cruel to you, and literally yeah. yeah it's like they hate you
1: i don't think that they can actually love because they don't love no, themselves they can't. and they also don't take accountability for anything there's yeah if you ever confront them about an issue they'll blame you for it
0: 100 yeah 100 and so they turn it right around on you mm-hmm. and then Yeah, like they, like I would bring something up and then I would get called mean for bringing it up, you know? So then I'd be like, oh, like, okay, like, such a mind fuck.
1: Yeah, they shame you until you start thinking that you deserved whatever and everything was your fault and you deserve to be treated badly because you're shitty,
0: you know? It's. Yeah. And I, I can tell I can tell how people feel. And I, I he didn't love me. I knew he didn't love me. He didn't at all. Like I I could just tell. And that's another thing I learned from this is people's words mean absolutely nothing to me now. Like right. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You can tell me you love me 10 times a day, but it's your actions that matter, you know, like love is a verb. It's yes. it's how you express it. And so again, like gifts, sure, say whatever, but if you're like, it's how you act towards me that matters, you know?
1: I just feel like love isn't performative, you know? Like when somebody loves you, it's more about acceptance and care and putting your needs first and taking care of you. And, In a narcissistic relationship. It's conditional. It's all about them.
0: Yeah, it's 100% conditional too. Like if you, um, like I would say, if you're in a relationship with one, get the fuck out. But if your boss is one or someone you work with or whatever, it's really easy to get along with them because you just have to stay in their good bugs. Like if you stroke their ego and feed them whatever, you know what I mean? They actually will be incredible people to you. If they're a parent, fuck. I would say, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. That would be so fucked up. Yeah, because you can't get away.
1: Well, and there's like a real lack of vulnerability because they are not self-aware. They only know how. They're empty. Either. Yeah, they only know how they feel, and they don't realize that everyone else has their own set of needs and feelings too 100 percent,
0: and they don't care <laughs> they, they yeah. really don't care like that was the most shock like they really don't care how you feel or what is going on with you like it's they make that really obvious but they also just yeah they're empty people like there's nothing there they're kind of parasitic but i also think it's a spectrum you know like some of them aren't probably have it more mild than other people. Like I said, there's malignant ones that I guess just literally go out on purpose to destroy people, which I don't think most of them do. They're just completely have no idea how they actually are.
1: And I really think they can only do that with people that they're close to, and they don't tend to have too many people in their circle that actually know them.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%, like, yeah they don't have a best friend in the way that we have a best friend. you know what I mean? Because they never let down their guard and give a hundred percent because they don't even know who they are. So they can't be vulnerable because they're just being who you want them to be in order for you to like them and give them attention and meet their needs. You're just, you're like a a supply
0: yeah like they're trying to fill themselves up with you kind of you know yeah
1: yeah they're just looking for they're like a vampire you know they're just looking for their next hit they need some blood to suck and they'll take whatever comes
0: I feel bad for them like that that sucks you know like I do feel bad now that like the anger and hurt is gone, I just like, I feel compassion, but.
1: Yeah, but you you know what? Your compassion is kind of a waste because they don't think that there's anything wrong with them. The you're, There's something wrong with you. Oh, they yeah, They feel sorry for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you'll never not care more than a narcissist. Like they yeah. don't give a fuck. They really don't care they, about. They
1: don't know how to connect in that way.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. And there's lots of them out there. They're Mm -hmm. everywhere.
1: I was reading something that was trying to argue that baby boomers are more narcissistic than Gen X and millennials.
0: What was the reasoning behind that?
1: They just did this study where like hypersensitivity is one of the characteristics. Mm-hmm. And like, so defensive. Yeah, they were claiming that boomers are much more sensitive um, and willful and autonomous than the later generations. From what I read, I didn't feel like the the data was really, really affirming that, that argument because the data isn't really it's just self-reported data so like people are gonna focus on the things that are more positive about their personality and talk about that and especially if they're narcissistic they're not gonna be like I'm really selfish and I do this. They'll, they won't will admit that they did anything that could be construed as a negative don't think, trait. They don't
0: They literally, they honestly do not think there's like, they think they're perfect. Yes. They, like when I would try to bring up like things that he did or like, he would just look at me like so confused. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like just so unaware, but yeah, you can't really, um, I don't know i always defend boomers just because my dad's a boomer and i think he's the greatest person on the planet but that sounds silly to me to like label an entire generation like that plus i i think it's
1: genetic social media would have us believe that there are so many narcissists and that narcissism (laughs) has increased over time but i just think there's just more narcissistic behavior that mm-hmm. is encouraged by things like mm-hmm. social media, because if you are really f- focused on yourself, you do better on those platforms, because that's mm-hmm. what the algorithm wants. But I wouldn't say that in daily life, that the number of people with a narcissistic personality disorder has increased.
0: No, no, same, but, um have you ever experienced the word salad? What do you mean? <laughs> like when there's and again, they they don't really show themselves like even until there's conflict. They handle conflict so
1: poor. They're kinda like
0: 10 year olds. They're like emotionally <laughs> yeah. stunted they as a child. Like
1: babies, yeah. yeah. And they have these like never ending conversations where they just keep talking and talking and talking until you just give up because it doesn't even make sense anymore.
0: Yeah, like that's like the word salad. Like if you have an argument with someone with this disorder, like it's almost like you're in two different kind of conversations. Like A, they're not listening to anything you're saying and they're not talking about anything to do with what you're saying. So it's like the most confusing interaction. <laughs> like it's just, it's like beating your head against the wall. Like it just, it's impossible. And there's, a, they call it like word salad, because which is so perfect because you're just getting this sort of jumbled, mix of words that have nothing to do with what you're talking about and it's so frustrating it's almost like they're dancing around the issue you know that's (laughs) the whole
1: point of that (laughs) is so frustrating to discombobulate you so that you just give up on yeah and like second guess yourself and think oh maybe all these feelings that i had are not valid and i I'm just being crazy and silly, you know? Like they really do try to make you doubt everything about yourself. And the other part that we haven't really talked about is the whole self-esteem issue where they will tear you to shreds. Like Mm -hmm. they do the love bombing, they get you to trust them. You you think that you've met this like perfect person for you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a switch and they start to emotionally Mm -hmm. abuse you and you are always craving that original amount of admiration that was there at the beginning and you keep hoping that that's going to come back like the way Mm -hmm. that they treated you initially but then they start to abuse you and it's just this crazy downhill downward spiral of you not even you start doubting everything about yourself like I remember being like like he would say the most ridiculous things that like no one in my life had ever given me feedback about and he'd be like you know that you're like this and I was like Well, it's weird that I'm in my 30s and no one has ever made that comment about me previously in my whole entire life. And now you're telling me that there's this thing wrong with me. It was to the point where I was like, oh my God, maybe everyone in my life just didn't even want to tell me that I'm like this annoying or whatever. And I was having to like go to people who had known me in a really long time and be like, is this an issue? Like, is this something that you've never, you've been afraid to tell me? And they would just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's insane. Um, And yeah, like to get to that point where you begin, you you know yourself, right? Like we know what our faults are and what our strengths are generally we don't have that many blind spots, but I felt like my whole life was a blind spot in that relationship because I just doubted everything that had happened previous to it. And it got to the point where like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. And it's baffling how that can happen
0: yeah or like how they do like sporadic affection you know like they treat you like shit all day and then just be like oh baby come here give me a kiss you know and then go back to like ice cold and like that also keeps you i think because you're <laughs> you're just like it's like what's that intermittent reinforcement you know it's like um the, the slot machines type of yeah
1: thing. <laughs> yeah you keep hoping to win you're like oh yeah <laughs> Uh, and you also start walking on eggshells where you're being like overly conscious of everything that you do to try to stay on their good side
0: yeah because everything about you pisses them off like they like
1: yeah and you can trigger them
0: yeah you have to like he hated my fucking guts like that's how it felt but it's really hard to leave because you you know you're almost hey yeah like you said you're you're trying to get back to that beginning and it's so hard to come to terms with the reality like you just don't you can't accept it you know it's it's too painful
1: and at the same time you're blaming yourself for everything that has gone wrong and you think that the reason that it hasn't worked out why you're having all these problems and conflict is because of your behavior because the narcissist projects that all onto you yeah
0: oh yeah everything always is your fault yeah but um i definitely yeah i learned to not trust people's words and i i also but i learned to trust my gut because Mm -hmm. i always had this feeling that just like this isn't normal or this isn't right and then what finally got me to leave is I just I thought how would I feel if my daughter was dating someone like this and immediately I went fuck no like the like and that was the moment where I was like okay then why what am I doing you know I mean like that's a good like thought experiment to like test because you really are blind like love is really blind if you love someone and you've had this like whirlwind beautiful fun romance it's so hard to um walk away it's hard
1: well it's also like when you do try to leave they will do everything in their power to keep you
0: yeah all of a sudden they're nice again
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> It's like what the fuck?
1: oh god but, you know but- it, it is kind of interesting what you just said there about how you had to think of yourself as somebody else in order to realize that you needed to be treated better. Isn't that funny how I think about this sometimes with my like internal dialogue and I'm like, I would never say the things that I say to myself, to my friends or so any other person, it right? Yeah. yeah, so it's the same like you should know that as soon as somebody treats you that way or talks to you that way or makes you feel like you're going crazy and that you don't even know who you are anymore, that's like a huge red flag.
0: But when you are in that state, you don't trust yourself. Like that's why I yeah. had to look at Avery because I'm like, I don't even trust what is like how, <laughs> what is reality, right? Like- yeah, you don't
1: even know what's up and down anymore because you've been so traumatized gaslit
0: and yeah. gaslit, yeah so i just thought okay like if this was someone else like dot da- my daughter and i knew this was and, and immediately i didn't even have to think about it for a second i was just like i'd be no like no absolutely not and so i was like okay and then you're fucked for like you said a couple of years you got to rebuild back you're so it's like an addiction you're you're trauma bonded it's so fucking hard to walk away but I'm lucky I because I know some people stay like some people can't ever get away you know I've read so many stories of people that just can't because you're so broken down they break you down so you have nothing and so how can you walk away it's just it's so hard but I'm lucky I, I've got that again that Myers-Briggs personality I'm nice but don't fuck with me <laughs> like I I will door slam I can walk away
1: like I yeah there's a limit
0: yeah I have a limit like Follow me once, I'll give you a second chance. I'll probably give you a third chance even, like I'm very understanding, but the, I have a line and and then I'm done, like done, done, you know? And I think
1: that once you've been in a relationship like this, that you really learn your lesson. Oh like, yeah. It actually terrifies me to like date just because I know like there are these personalities, especially on dating apps.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably lots on there. hmm But it was good. I felt like I had a naivete that needed to be. Yeah,
1: Like, too. I even think
0: part of this was my political shift, too. I just realized, oh, my God, there's people out there that are just... They're shitty. Okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking shitty people. Like, I was going to ask you about the trolley problem. Like, if there were five narcissists on one track and one healthy person on the other track, would you save the healthy person and kill the five narcissists
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> and i know we've done so the trolley did- problem be- before yeah. So would, yeah no i would i would date the five narcissists
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would date them all oh my god no i wouldn't i've already done that see like i i mean my rage and anger is gone but i don't know it's hard because it isn't their fault so it's like uh again but yeah i i hate people with personalities i can't handle them i just have no why
1: would you why would you invite that into your life when that person is never going to be fully honest and real with you because they're a shell of a human being yeah like i would much rather be hanging around with people who are real and vulnerable and
0: yeah, but you don't know you're inviting that into your life. Like that's the most fucked up part. You have no idea, no idea. But there are signs. There are signs that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're with hindsight. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, there was uh, a few signs that I. But they really are good at. I mean, everything was opposite of how he turned out to be. Like even the way he handled conflict at the beginning, he was so understanding and literally just perfect in every way. And I remember even saying that like wow i remember telling him being like you always say like the most perfect things like it's so weird like i <laughs> red flag <laughs> so many red flags <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and the lack of empathy is um yeah they're they're not good people but as a friend like a sh- I mean they're probably fine
1: yeah you just can't you can't keep them too close that's that's the key message that everyone should take away from this episode is keep keep your narcissists at a distance yeah arms length penis length
0: as long as there's no conflict and you're everything's just like light and easy they're they're fine okay do you think trudeau is a narcissist yes yeah i think he's covert just because he like he tries like he puts on this front of like i'm so like social justice like but he's just seems so smug and ugh. but aren't a lot of politicians yeah that's the thing like these people rise to power how much time do we have